Hey guys, we just got back from Funnel Hacking Live, and holy crap, I guess that's all I can say. I mean, we've been there year after year, and you know, Russell and his team step it up, and as you can probably tell, we're huge advocates of ClickFunnels and that platform. Number one, if you're not using ClickFunnels, if you're not on that platform, you're absolutely crazy. It's the easiest, most intuitive way to build websites, uh, landing pages, squeeze pages, it's got Everything's automated, your your email, CRM, I mean, it's it's all you need. We've been using it for like six years, and you know, go to any one of our web assets that we have at Hard Money Bankers, it's there. I'll put even a link to uh, one of their training videos that they have to show you some of the stuff that it, it's at. But you're absolutely crazy if you're not using it. Another thing is, is keep in mind, yeah, it's a, it's a marketing conference, Marketing and sales is the most important part of your business. If you're not doing marketing and sales, there's there's no point to even be in business. It doesn't matter if you're the best flipper, contractor, wholesaler, private lender. It doesn't matter how good you are at your skill set or your trade. That means nothing if you don't have clients. So that was our reason for going there. So we have some really, really big takeaways. Most of these takeaways are geared towards real estate investors and real estate agents together because that's the type of business that we're in. So a lot of the key takeaways are things that we're implementing in our business starting immediately. And hopefully you get some really good ideas from what we're about to share with you over the next few minutes as well. Yeah, that's uh, something good that you touched on there that I think we could expand upon a little more is that when we talk to business owner friends and other people about you know, being in these uh, mastermind groups and going to the conferences and, and studying that kind of stuff, they're like, well, you know, I'm not really a marketer. But if you're in business, you are. Because if you need to bring clients in the door, if you need to bring revenue in, that's how it happens, right? So even if you don't identify as a marketer, and it probably would help you to do that, yep. we just kind of luckily found ourselves in the marketing world when we first started HMB a long time ago. Um, we just needed the phone to ring. Right? We needed deals to come in. We needed to close business. And we needed to close loans. We were lenders. We were real estate guys. But we just kind of dove into this whole marketing thing. And then a couple years later, we're like, huh, we're marketers. <laughs> and we've identified that way uh, ever since, and much to our benefit. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, yeah, let's go through our, our few key takeaways. Yeah, no, we got some cool stuff. We got some cool stuff. Um, OK, so no matter what business you're in, what aspect of real estate or something else, it's your obligation to help your clients as much as you can. And let me expand upon that a little bit. Some people are like, oh yeah, obviously I, I take care of my clients. It's a little more than that, it's further than that. If you have something that your clients could benefit from, I'll give you an example. Like I was just talking about, and when it comes to marketing or finance or some of the other stuff that we're really into, part of our obligation having an audience at HMB is to give our best stuff to our people. It might not be just a loan. It could be more than that. It could be education, it could be whatever. And we feel, and we've learned this from you know bigger, better business people than us, it's actually our obligation to do so, to give our best stuff to our audience, to our clients, and the people who follow us. Yeah, I mean, if you're buying houses, and you're going out there and you're trying to buy a, a house, a distressed house from somebody, it's your obligation to do whatever you can to buy that house from them at a fair price, obviously. It's, you know, you don't obviously want to be scrupulous, but like you want to do whatever you can because you know that you have a superior product, you're the best at this, and you know that if someone, a seller, buyer, uh, wholesale, whatever it is, client goes somewhere else, they're not going to get uh, the power of you, and they're not going to get that sup the, the superiority that, that you're offering. So you really, really need to think that, and if you don't believe that you're the best at your trade, if you don't believe that you're the best at that, and someone's better than you, then 
you needed to rethink, you know, rethink to begin with. I mean, as a private lender, as a hard money lender, we know we have a superior product and we know that we will give somebody the most value and make sure that they, let's say they're flipping a house, they can make the most money on that flip because we're gonna give them back end resources and training to help them. So it's our, our obligation to do whatever we can to help that client, knowing that we're doing a disservice to them if they go somewhere else. Now, another follow-up related to that, if someone reaches out to you to sell you a house, to buy a house from you, to, uh, you know, let's say you're a real estate agent and, and they want to go on a listing appointment, if they reach out to you, they've, uh, for you to contact them, they've already done their duty. It is, again, it is your obligation to go after them as hard as possible until they tell you yes I want to move forward with you or no I, I don't. Um, that was such a big takeaway because people reach out to us to work with us and we try to reach out to them back um, and for some reason you know people are busy we just can't get a hold of them. It is our duty to do whatever we can to make sure we get in touch with them until they tell us hey I'm not ready for your service right now or I am ready for your service right now because we know that and we have the confidence and you should too that it is our obligation to help them uh, you know any way that we can. Yeah that rolls right into um, what I was going to pick up on next which is the concept of the stack. The stack is a marketing term it basically means all the different things that you're offering to your, your potential client or customer. I'll give you an example using HMB. So, lending companies give loans, right? That's the yep. 101. We lend people money when they need it for a deal. But what we can offer them doesn't have to stop there. Granted, for 99% of lenders, that's all it is. It's like, I'll give you money and that's it. It's fine, it's okay, like you're doing the basic job. But what if you could offer them more? What if you could give them more value? If you do business with us, you get this course. Or we'll send you some books. We'll invite you in here for lunch and meet the team. Come be our guest at our meetup group. Learn everything that's going on there. It could be a gift card. It could be whatever. It could be access to some of the software we've developed over time, like a year of REI 360. OK, so now we're not just the normal hard money lender who just gives a loan. We're going to give you a six or seven different things to add value, to stand better stuff for you, and for us to stand out from our competition by giving better stuff. Yeah, the more value you can give your clients, your buyers, your sellers, your partners, your vendors, the better. It, a lot of this stuff just ties back in. Value, 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 value. You're the expert in this industry. You want to help work with your clients, make their life easy, give them a ton of value, go above and beyond. That's the world that we live in right now. Go above and beyond to help, to help everybody. Okay, so the next fundamental, I'm just going to call it a fundamental, that it's one of those things that we've kind of known, but it was um, the way that it was described made a lot of sense. And it does, and again, it doesn't matter what side of the business you're in, but there's three things in any type of sale, let's just call it. So there's the hook, the story, and the offer, uh, the close. And let's just work backwards on that, because this is kind of a, a big thing, and if you can fully understand kind of the transition of creating a sale, and it could be buying a, ha buying a house, selling a house, um, no matter what, doing a loan for somebody, it doesn't matter, they, it all follows the same. So the offer is what are they getting to, you know, to work with you, right? What, what are they getting? And it's, let's just say you are uh, you know, buying a house from somebody. So they're selling their house to you at you know, a fair price, right? That's, that's the offer, and if they use you um, to buy their house, you know, you're giving them, uh, you're giving them a fair price. You're giving them kind of education on 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 what they're doing. You're helping them maybe relocate into something else. Whatever whatever kind of they need in that case. So that's that's the offer. That's the sale, and and that's kind of the most important thing. The goal is to go to closing and buy that buy that property. But 
obviously not just leaving them hanging, like doing whatever you can to make it so it's a happy transaction for them, them, you know, win-win situation. So that's the offer. The middle side of this is the story of, you know, what happens kind of along the way. Like, what are you, how are you relating to them? How are you helping them? Um, being like, hey, listen, I just bought your neighbor's house. We did a really good, we did a really good thing. It was important for her that we restored it um, and sold it to, you know, sold it to a young first-time homebuyer, or whatever the case is, right? So there's a story associated uh, with the whole thing, and and yes, throughout this whole process, it's sales and marketing, mostly sales, but you gotta position this not just to benefit you, but you're positioning this to kind of help that potential, um, you know, that pot that potential client along the way. So you're putting together kind of an intriguing an, in, an intriguing story to kind of help them have that aha moment of why they need to work with you and the importance of working with you. So that's kind of the, the middle side. And and then the front end's the hook of figuring out a way to just get in front of them. So it could be a marketing piece, like a direct mail, it could be a bandit sign, kind of any any way to grab their attention. Again, going back to it's your obligation to help help people. Any way to grab their attention they could be that you could send them a direct mail piece, they could be leaving their neighborhood and they see uh, your bandit sign. Something that finally they're like, oh, I've seen this guy, I've seen him, I've seen eight touches on him, because that's typically what it is, it's typically eight touches before they're gonna reach out to you anyways. I've seen eight touches from them, I trust them, I, I believe in them, they're working locally in my community, I think these guys can help me, and then they reach out. So hook, story, offer, this can be related to anything. Again, this isn't just you know, real estate. This could be selling any type of product. You can be a real estate agent. You can be be an appraiser. But all of those things have to come into come into place. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite presentations of the conference was from Dean Graciosi, and I'd never seen him speak before. And uh, to be honest, I didn't even have like the best opinion of the guy over the years, just being a real estate info marketer, and like I didn't know what he was really about. Although I know he's friends with some, you know, yep. really important and uh, influential business people like Tony Robbins and Russell, people like that. So it was the first time I saw him speak and one of my main takeaways from his presentation was he said that uh, people will buy from you, like you, and follow you when they feel understood. Like you are understanding, you can put yourself in their shoes and your messaging is about them and not as much about you. So we're all guilty of that to some extent. Yep. I'll, I'll pick on real estate agents for a second because they might be a little more guilty than most that they make all of their marketing and messaging about them. Like, look at me, and like, I stand like this, and I'm on um, you know, the chairman's circle, and here's how much I did last year, and here's all this award, and they make it all about themselves and their ego and like their accomplishments. And now, it's a balance. You should do some of that, because you have to build credibility in the eyes of your audience, but at the same time, you have to put yourself in their shoes. If your client feels more understood, and it's not just about like this rock star real estate agent, it's about you know, a seller in, Montgomery County, Maryland, in this price point, in this situation, here's the stuff they're facing, here's their pain, here's the problem they need to solve. If your marketing and your messaging is more about them than it is about you, I think you have better results, and that's what Dean was saying. Do you remember that video example that he did too? Oh, about he, when he was on Larry when King? When he was on Larry King, it yeah, that was cool. It was amazing. Yeah. So pretty much he showed this video, it was a video he spent a ton of time and money on, and he was on Larry King, and you know, Larry King does the open, and it's like 60 seconds of like, you know, the Dean show of like, Here's ego, awesome books, yeah. this, and it completely flopped, 
And then he had to call Larry back into his office, or he had to go back to Larry's office, like, dude, we gotta reshoot. You know, the, the first minute of, of the whole show, the whole thing flopped, and literally it was like, hey, I'm Dean. I don't know what else he said. Like, he said something about two other seconds, and then they went back into it, and he killed it. Yeah, he killed he, the offer because he repositioned it to make it all about the viewer. Like, yeah. have you ever felt that at this point in your career you'd be further along, something to that effect, and completely switch it around so it's not about Dean, it's about the audience? Exactly. Right. So we all know that Facebook and Insta are, are, are super hot right now, and most people are going all in, kind of on that platform, and. As marketers, especially with paid traffic, we know that it's not going to be around forever. It's just not. It's all temporary. Um, everything's temporary. Any traffic source is temporary. That's just that's just what it is. Um, you know, if you've been around and you were running Google Ads uh, 12, 10 to 12 years ago, the same thing happened. You know, everyone went all in on Google. It got very, very saturated, and you know, Google Slaps came came in, and it was hard to run real, you know, real traffic. Like you know, m massive stuff. So Facebook and Insta, the same thing's going to happen. But you might as well take full advantage of it while it's there. Um, e e very easy platform to target a lot of people. I know one thing that we're working on is we're within the next few months. Right now, we got maybe 2,600 people on Instagram, and I'm putting this out there right now. Within the next few months, we're going to have 10,000 people followers on Instagram because okay. I, I need to get these swipe up ads going. Um, it's important. And you know we've got 13,000 people on Facebook. We might as well do that with Instagram. So that's kind of a big personal goal that that we're working on to make sure we can get get in front of people. And I know day after day, you know, we see more people on our stories and things like that. But one content tip is shoot a video every day. It doesn't matter if you want to be on video or not. Just jump on video. Nobody cares. Yeah, use what, your phone. Make use, it easy. Use your phone. Make it easy. But you got to be doing a video every day. Um, keep it simple. Keep it consistent. You're an expert. Right, you're either an expert home buyer, home seller, real estate agent, flipper, contractor. You're expert at something related to that. Um, I promise you. So, whatever you're the expert at, you know more than the next person. So show them value by uh, hopping on, hopping on a video and and doing doing some content on your your personal page or your business page. Yeah, and going back to the the traffic conversation real quick and how that does change over time. Uh, Russell had a good presentation breaking down the different types of traffic. Basically breaks down like this. So there's traffic that you control, that you earn, and that you own. So traffic you control is like paid ads, right? Yep. And for a limited amount of time, it's going to look like this. It's going to cost X, and you can show whatever. And then like Google did back in the day, and like Facebook has done kind of lightly, they change the rules, and they change how the actual thing functions. So you control it for a certain amount of time, but it's not yours. What you want to do is divert it to a place where it becomes yours. Traffic that you earn, it's an example of that. Like if you're on somebody else's podcast or if you get on somebody else's show, you don't own that traffic, but you have earned it. You've done some stuff to get yourself in a place where these people can see you, hopefully a big audience. And then there's traffic that you own, and that's your database. You know, the phone numbers and emails and everything else that you have in your database that Google or Facebook can't take away. Yep. Nobody can take that away from you. You own that. And knowing and recognizing the different kinds of traffic, not relying on any one thing to make yeah. your business work, is super important because stuff changes. Yeah, I mean, think about this. You don't have to be. This isn't. You know, this is a. This isn't internet marketing. Don't think of it like this. This is real life business. If sure. it's an online Everyone business or an offline business, like this is what happens. Mm -hmm. If somebody walks into your store, and they don't buy from you, and they don't, you know, fill out something to get a free coupon in the mail, you don't know who the heck that person is, and you got to repay to try to get them right back into that store. You got to think about that. 
the goal of all of this is you know you're spending time or money to attract some somebody in order to do business with you you need to figure out a way to make sure you have their information so you can stay in front of them to buy that you know buy that service from you um, so a few other things um, one thing that I thought was very intriguing is and this uh, applies to hard money hard money bankers as a lender this could apply to like a wholesaler or maybe a contractor or a real estate agent but your customers will always want to keep buying from you until one of two things you have nothing else to work with them on or until you offend them and they won't work with you so if you did a good job as a real estate agent if you if we did a good job giving somebody a loan if um, you wholesale if you're a wholesaler and you wholesale a good property to somebody they're going to just keep coming from you and buying from you over and over and over and over and over. That's just what it is. If you wholesale them a deal and it was a fair deal and it was a win-win situation, when they're ready for the next deal, they're going to call you back to do that. People want to continue to do business with the same exact people over and over and over and over and over. So it's something to think about. We're not in the business to do one transaction. Yeah, if you're buying a property from a distressed seller, that's a little bit different. I kind of left that out. But a wholesaler, a contractor, a real estate agent, um, all of those things, people are going to want to continue to do business with you over and over and over until you don't have anything for them, like you don't have any more properties or we don't have any money to lend you, whatever, or until you figure out a way to uh, offend them, which hopefully you don't. <laughs> so think about that. Like, you're already in. They already did a deal with you. Yeah. When they, when they want to do another deal, they're going to call you again. Yeah. So don't assume that they're out of the game. Like, if you're a real estate investor buying properties, and you buy a property from a seller who's just you know not a business person, just someone who owned a property. Don't assume that you'll never do business with them again. Stay in front of them. Yeah. You might have a friend or somebody else who also needs to sell a property. I also had a uh, real estate agents too, because those tend to be a longer sales cycle. A friend of mine was telling me about uh, a couple that she sold a property to, one point five million dollar house in D.C. They're a young family. It's like you're going to be here for twenty years, right? Twenty five years maybe. Well, that didn't happen. They called her back two years later, and now they're gonna buy a $2 million house in Northern Virginia because they wanna be at the school system or they want something big, like whatever the situation may be. That's not the kind of thing that you would expect. But if you're in front of them, you'll get that deal again. Yeah. All right, so my personal biggest takeaway was what's called the bridge. And Dean Graciosi talked about this. Okay. And I'm not 100% sure if I'm gonna be able to properly communicate this to you. Uh, and I know what it is, but I'm, I'm gonna try. And we uh, got it on audio, so I have the audio version of it. Um, and we've been practicing kind of on each other, you know, the, the group of people that we went to, because it is so powerful and so many people have a hard time with it. So remember when I was talking about the hook story and the offer. So the bridge is between the story and the offer. So you go through the story, and let me use a real example. I'll just use a real example of hard money bankers. So I grab somebody's attention, they call us, they're interested in our offer, in our product um, of doing a loan with us. We tell them the, the story, we build rapport, we, really good stuff going, right? Um, so we go, you know, oh yeah, you know, we can do, you know, this property looks good, let's do this, let's do this. And then before you go to the sale or the close, and this is this applies a lot probably for real estate agents as well, you kind of pause and you go from like, you know, talking about your trade and like being upbeat. And then you go from being the, uh, the educator, the transactional person, now you have to go to the salesperson and ask for the sale. 
of like, hey, so what do you think? Are you ready to, you know, you, you know, ready for you, are, yeah, up, yeah, you ready, you ready to proceed? You ready for the for the sale? And people don't 100% know what to do, and you let and you lose a lot of confidence on that. And you need some sort of bridge script, something of confidence to kind of keep that momentum and really more momentum. So it's like, yeah, you know, we lend 65 LTV, um, uh, you know, 65% LTV based of, off of this. It looks like on this property, we could probably lend about 100,000. Um, you know, normally someone might be like, well, you know, there's a lot of lending options. Uh, you know, you might be able to find cheaper terms somewhere else. Like that's out. It's, hey, we lend 65 LTV. You know, I would feel, you know, I, I don't think there's any better person to get a loan from than me. And then all of a sudden, you're going up and you're talking and your momentum is getting louder and louder and louder and louder. And it's like, hey, let's all get excited about this. You know, let me know if you're ready to proceed right now. We'll get you all started. We'll get your valuation or your appraisal ordered and we'll get you and get your loan closed in the next two days. Um, so, th you know, think about that. Maybe you're like, I, it's one of those things, maybe you're buying a house and somebody's in your, you're sitting in someone's living room trying to buy a, a house. And it's like, these are all the cool things. We can help you with this. And they're excited about it. And they're waiting to be, um, you know, of what the next step is. And then you kind of be like, so, you know, what do you think? You want to move forward? Yeah. And then no, you, you slouch right down. With that direction. So most people, when it comes time for the sale, they'll get a little nervous and subconscious and start losing momentum. And so they are dipping down. And so they're going from like, oh, to, you know, maybe we can, offer, <laughs> we, we can, you know, pay $100,000 for your house. What do you think? Instead of, like Jay said before, and I'll just repeat it in a different example, it's like, look, here's our company, here's what we can do, going through your story, we buy houses, blah, blah, blah. Um, here's your credibility, everything else. And then when you start bridging to the close, it's like, look, I know there's a lot of options out there. I'm really, really happy that you have chose to work with us, or potentially work with us. I think it's gonna be a great transaction. And I got great news for you. We're gonna offer you $120,000 for this property. We can close it and like take it up yep. instead of down. Don't apologize for offering your offer. What yeah. you're there for. Right? Like, I don't, like, I don't want to offend you, but because I can only lend, lend this. Bridge yourself up yeah. between the story yeah. and the close. Yeah, I mean, some powerful stuff. And, like, again, that goes back to Dean of, like, hey, I didn't, I kind of thought he's kind of a sleaze as originally, but after I heard him speak and go through, like, hey, it's your obligation to help people. And, yeah, you know, the, the bridge, yeah. like, I liked it. So, yeah, so that's that's our wrap up from, from it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of great I mean, heavy stuff. I mean, we've got we get these things every year. I mean, we get a whole. I mean, if you've never been to one, you should obviously you should obviously go. But I mean, we get a backpack just full of stuff, and it's just taking notes all day long. I mean, it's intense, but again, like it's 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 where it's at. And like I said earlier when we started, if you're not you know using ClickFunnels for any of this stuff, you're absolutely crazy. I mean, it's it's the mm -hmm. easiest it's the easiest way to do it. I mean, we have WordPress, we have Infusionsoft, we have so many add-ons. We have we, I mean, we have everything. We spend a ton of money on all that, and honestly, like the majority of our time is spent inside ClickFunnels, which is the cheapest out of all these other softwares. So if you're not currently using um, ClickFunnels, I have a challenge for you. I'm gonna put a link to it. Um, watch the training video, see if it's right for you. Um, if it is right for you, and you decide to sign up for like a free trial, just shoot me an email directly, jason at harmonybankers.com, and I'll send you a free uh, investor funnel that we use. It's a funnel for uh, home buying, to, to buy properties, wholesale properties, raise private capital. Uh, it's a template that I put together inside ClickFunnels that we currently use inside our business. And one of the cool features that you can do inside ClickFunnels is you can share funnels with people and share websites with people. It's so easy, you literally just click on the link and it shows up in their account. So if you go and you either, number one, already have an account, 
email me, or if you don't have account, just go in and get the free trial of the account. I'll put the link, we'll put the link in this to make it super simple for you because I, it's crazy, but like we're advocates for, for them and I yeah. truly believe that if you use it, you're gonna make your life so much easier with this. So go do that and shoot me an email to jason at hardmoneybankers.com afterwards and then I'll shoot you a direct link with, uh, with that share funnel. Awesome. Cool. Hope you liked it, guys, and hope to see you at the conference next year. Later, guys. Later.